0: Hey, I'm Harrison Talion.
1: I'm Agree Ahmed. And
0: welcome to Bottom Line Design. Uh, With us today is Zatij Thakar. Am I pronouncing that correctly? That's right. Yeah. Wonderful. Very, very happy to have you with us. Uh, So Zatij is an Indian designer based in Toronto. He's been designing apps and websites for startups and businesses for the past four years. He's constantly polishing Mm -hmm. his UI, UX, animation, and graphic design skills, having amassed 240,000 followers, is it now?
2: 245.
0: 245, okay, (laughs) even accurate on Instagram. He's begun to branch out teaching his craft on TikTok, YouTube, via one-on-one sessions and through his comments where you're very, very generous with your time and knowledge. Uh, And he's thinking about next steps come uh, after college, come next quarter. Uh, So his focus has been teaching uh, those that follow him about the latest design patterns, methodologies, and trends. He's recently launched XT, I think you're wearing a shirt right now, uh, and it's recently <laughs> recently <laughs> launched. Yeah, less is more, always good principle. A minimalist clothing uh, line focused on cursive typography and continues to release Figma files for his followers to follow along with uh, during your, your, your sessions. Yes, He's passionate sir. about cross-collaboration and is part of the next generation of design influencers, as I'm calling them, responsible for pushing the discipline further into the minds of those thinking about breaking into the industry. Fun fact, his name in Hindu represents where the earth and sky meet. So uh, thank you so much for taking the time with us, man. We like, I'm looking forward to this. Agree's been looking forward to this. Um, So yeah, let's hop into it.
2: Let's do it. So
0: can you tell us just starting from the very beginning, can you tell us about your upbringing and how you arrived at the mindset that brought you to where you are today?
2: So from a very young age, um, me and my my parents were uh, in London. Um, I, was, I was brought up there. Um, the the uh, environment and surrounding around me was very, like, uh, creative and, like, to adduce from, like, like education. Like, the meaning of education is to, like, bring out instead of just pushing in information. So the school I was at, uh, it was uh, Shaftesbury Primary School. So the teachers were amazing there. Uh, and, uh I, I got like, uh, an amazing art teacher. Uh, she taught amazing art and everyone was like amazed by the art that I made. And like, everyone's like, you're going to become an artist someday. You're going to become an artist, <laughs> but <clears throat> ended up becoming a designer.
0: And in, um, in your Oh yeah. Go on. I just had a quick follow-up question in your mind. What is the difference between an artist and a designer?
2: Um, it's a very interesting question. It's been around for a couple of, a couple of <laughs> years. So, um, I'd say like artists express what they feel personally, and what they want to like express their emotions to the outside world. Designers are like more user focused. They want to design for the user, irrespective of what their emotions and feelings are. That's what I feel.
0: I totally agree. So you, you brought you were brought up in an environment where your parents were uh they they didn't sound like helicopter parents. They actually sounded like they were quite uh uh supportive of you. Can you tell Definitely. me about a time where you first you first felt when education was not being pushed into you, but uh it was being how did you describe it again?
2: Uh to like bring out knowledge from yeah, the person instead of pushing it inside. Yeah. Hmm.
0: Can you tell me about a time when like that that kind of came in?
2: Um like that was like in my primary school. It started from there. Um that's when like the environment around me was like very supportive and like uh it, it brought out whatever um talent and like um passion you had from a very young age. Like I'm telling I'm saying like nine or ten years old. Mm.
1: What's an so, example of that?
2: uh to bring out talent right
1: yeah yeah what's an example of like that that environment bringing out uh the talent or the sort of the knowledge uh that was already within you
2: i'd say the, the a great job that the teachers did was like asking questions if you like ask questions um you, you start thinking and you start thinking you execute you execute you fail you fail you learn Hmm. Yeah,
1: very true. Is there like a specific time that you remember where you're like, "Whoa, holy crap! I didn't realize I had that within me." Like from when you were nine or ten yeah. in this environment where that like talent was getting pulled out of you.
2: Uh, my mom was like very passionate. I I, I give that to my mom. Uh, it kind of is a genetic genetic thing. Kind of is not. I'm I'm not sure. But my mom was very passionate about like drawing and like art and everything. So, same thing, <laughs> I am too. And and the part of my dad is like, he's more like an engineer guy. So, so engineering plus the art that combines into design. Yeah, yeah. Oh, totally. <laughs>
0: totally, totally. So what, yeah, that's actually like a great way uh, about like, like what, what are some uh, misconceptions about product design that you wish people would stop believing?
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, the definition of product design in, in, in many many places, um, especially where I come from in India, product design is like limited to just physical products. It's not, um, it is still evolving. I would say not saying that it's not, um, but majority of the colleges and institutions that they have in India, just think that product design is just limited to physical products and not digital. Mm. So that market is still like coming up in the education uh, era Uh, In the education-like world, the academic education, especially. So they just want to think that it's just all about industrial design, and like physical products, where it's like in this era, there's like tons and tons of digital products. And it's so much, so much out there. There's AI, there's NFTs going on, everything.
1: So this is a question for both of you, actually, that I have. Because, um, I mean, you brought up this... uh, this like sort of blind spot in design education in India um, that sounds pretty consistent with the blind spots that you saw in your design education. Hmm. Um, and so I'm I'm kind of curious, you know, to hear from both of you like first of all, like uh, Zitish, can you remind me, like, did you um did you study design or like are you studying design right now in, in, in college?
2: Mm, yes, I have to. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Great. And and this design that you're studying, is it um is it a product design curriculum that assumes only physical products or, you, uh, like, it, is, does it include digital stuff as well?
2: Uh, mine's – uh, my, my, my course name is called Interactive Media Design. Mm, uh, so okay. it covers everything related to um, digital softwares and digital, digital uh, design.
1: Okay, super interesting. So then, like, this is a question for both of you, like, uh, Zitish, for you about um, your experience or, like, what you saw of uh, the Indian design curriculum and and how it corresponded to, like, where the Indian tech ecosystem was at the time. And then, Harrison, for you, I mean, like, um, it kind of sounds like when you guys peeked into your respective, like, design curricula, um, you know, Zitish, for, for you taking a look at what was going on in India, and Harrison, you, like what well, would have been like almost a decade ago. Yeah. Um, right. Just about a decade ago in the U S
0: making me feel old. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean, it's just, it's interesting because it's like, you guys both kind of, um, looked at this uh, question at a time where the respective tech ecosystems were just at the beginning of starting to appreciate the importance of design. Right. Like, I mean, I'm thinking about India and like, what I know about the Indian tech ecosystems It is it's like, uh, venture capital really like in maybe the last like you know seven or so years really started pouring in to mm-hmm. in the indian startup ecosystem right and i mean harrison for you is like like i think that in america it was the airbnb founders really right
0: yeah like it, it, it kind of coming into the scene like post blackberry
1: oh post blackberry okay yeah like yeah. the iphone yeah. kind yeah. of like iphone just dropped like you know everybody would do this thing do you guys remember this that people would like talk at conferences and they'd be like Oh, you want to know what the next bank is going to look like? The next JP Morgan Chase? Or they'd be like, "You want to know what the what the next, you know, like change in agriculture is going to be?" It's right here. Yeah. It's in everyone's pockets. <laughs> <laughs> and, but like uh yeah, what was that like? Can you guys like just give me that that sort of
2: rundown? So back in 2007 and 8, um when my parents got an iPhone, I was the one that was majority majorityly using it most of the times. Um, it was very interesting to see how, like, with the touch of a finger, um, you could you could interact with the components. That's what I loved about it. Mm.
1: Okay,
0: w- would you say that that was is I have a moment in history where I was like, holy shit, like, I'm definitely going to be doing something like this for the rest of my life. Where
1: you got design pilled? Uh,
0: yeah, I got yeah, I got design pilled. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, gosh. Okay, so w- w- what? Was there a single moment that comes to mind where you were like, I'm doing this for the rest of my life, or I'm going to be, I'm going to be behind the computer, like, you know, messing around on interfaces for the rest of my life. Or <coughs> what, what, what was there a singular moment or like maybe like a handful of moments that you can remember?
2: Um, That came in, in like 2002 uh, is 2018, uh, 17. At that point of time, because before that, I wanted to become an architect. I wanted to build mm-hmm. um, buildings and stuff, so I was I was more passionate about that, um, and then I just um, thought about design. Then later on,
0: and what what was it that pulled you away from architecture and pulled you towards product design?
2: Firstly, I did not know that architect was something that was related to engineering. I just loved the loved the way the buildings and like the the the, the constructions looked like. It was like super minimal and clean. That's my vibe. Yeah. So it wasn't something that I was ready for. Engineering is it's just not my thing. Sure. So I then leaned, I just like took a step back, bird's eye view. I saw what I like. It was more about like, technical designs and like how elements are laid out i did not know the term exactly I, I wasn't i was not aware of what it's called i did not even know that it was called graphic design like graphic design existed is there something called adobe illustrator i yeah. I knew nothing about it but luckily really? i got introduced um to illustrator and photoshop and like the whole adobe suite suit um with the help of like my my dad's friend yeah. he's a designer himself as well what, so what he type introduced of like your he he talked sorry
0: what type of designer is your dad's friend that was able to help you out
2: Oh he's just a casual designer he wasn't like too much tech into it he's just like using it for the sake of his business Oh sure but then um my dad knew that he he knew something about this so he took me mm. to his office and like we talked about it and he was he was like this guy's made for design just just get him into a design school right now
0: <laughs> You know I was going to say um and i was kind of back to your question but kind of a point to what you brought up which is i remember i remember it was literally it was like actually our stories sound very similar uh i wanted to also go into architecture i was looking at like uh wow yeah i was looking at Yale. i was looking at like uh you know cooper and i was like what is it what is it about like these interfaces that have been more or less like mainstreamed by apple around like the 2008 2009 scene that really got me started and i was like in 2000 2009 i remember having to uh start applying for schools and then in 2010 uh you know i got into RISD, and i remember i went to a pre-college and i was gonna go and i studied illustration there and it was because leanne scotto if you're listening to this leanne scotto the admissions officer was like illustration can teach you everything. And it's like a very flexible discipline. But I remember not being able to put a name to what it is that I wanted to do. I didn't Whoa. actually even know really what I wanted to do. So I was like, okay, illustration. And then when I got to RISD, uh, something clicked within me. I think like around that time, it, it was beginning to normalize that products were not just physical. Products could also very much be digital and services could also be digital. Mm -hmm. And with that mindset change, I was like, okay, well, what else does Rizzi have to offer? Well, industrial design, industrial design, but can I make it my own? So this is, this is like a lot to say around, like, I did not do well in school. Um, Actually, I was like, I was like pretty bad because I would basically, I made it my mission to teach myself digital product design. And I feel that, you know, this next generation, including yourself is so much better off, um, which I'm so grateful for, because I I feel like a lot of, a lot of like bad grades, professors that didn't inspire or believe in me, um, or, you know, my peers that want to also get into digital product design they weren't given like a pedestal. And so to hear, you know, multimedia design discipline, interaction design discipline, graphic design with a focus on uh, digital product design, like these are all degrees now that have been <clears throat> normalized after uh, a decade or so. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that, that's, that's yeah. Kind of what I want to say. That's when it clicked for me.
1: Yeah, and I'll just, I'll chime in here as well. That, you know, I, um, my my design pilling moment really was actually by way of startups. Um, and it was when I started reading, uh, the essays by Paul Graham. And I mean, he kind of is at this like strange intersection of engineer painter. And I think that as a result of those two things, uh, he probably was early to spot the importance of design, uh, and its impact mm-hmm. on what it could do for like a startup's like success trajectory, which is both the premise of new me, the company and, uh, you know, this podcast. Right. Um, but like uh, for me, I, I had a very similar experience to both of you guys, right? That um, the way you were talking about is it is like uh, something being brought out of you rather than being pushed into you. And you're talking about how like you basically sort of like just started ignoring your coursework so that you could focus on what you clearly felt was way more important to learn, which was about the future.
0: My parents were pissed. You know, yeah. Funny enough, my parents actually took out uh, dropout insurance. Oh, every, yeah. The dropout insurance. Year so that they would get their tuition money back if I dropped out because they didn't know year to year.
1: You know? Right. Yeah, and and like I I had the same thing. It was like in computer science education at the time, it was like they would not teach you how to build mobile apps even though that's where all the future was happening. So I just exactly. feel like it's a thing that yeah, like if you're aggressively curious, this is what ends up happening. Yeah. You just like end up self-learning. I mean, this is like what you've been doing, yeah. right? Zetish? It's like
2: school systems broken totally. It's it's like What's going on for the ten like last ten years? They just teach the same thing a- again and again and again, while like design is evolving, psychology is evolving, human psychology. Yeah. People's like attention span is like less than a second, like, and people expect them to like learn about uh, Aristotle or like <laughs> philosophy and shit. I, I mean, I-, I can say swear words, right? Swear words. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Though heads up, I
1: am a huge Aristotle fan. Virtue (laughs) ethicist right here. Oh, okay, sorry. (laughs) But it's okay. I agree with you. It's super dry and boring if you're not freakishly into it.
0: So talk to us a little bit more about that. Like, you know, what advice would you have for like the younger generation that is kind of coming into school with a, a curriculum that potentially hasn't changed in a decade?
2: something like design i would not recommend college at all look mm. for real the mm-hmm. the reason i'm in college is is something totally different it's cuz immigration and stuff like that cuz i wanted to move in canada and that that's the only way to move over here and like stay here otherwise yeah. i would i would not have done college it's all about self learning everything's out there there's youtube udemy skillshare everything's out there you just need to go and look
1: Mm. I have a chime in question for that then also is like, for sure, for sure, this is like, that's a question that I think Harrison oftentimes asks about like, uh, people who are trying to break into the profession of design, one of the reasons why I was excited for for you to come on, is that you focus so much of your effort on on design instruction, and you do it in these like morsel sized, you know, posts on Instagram, like literally Mm -hmm. someone can learn from scrolling past the post on their feed uh, from you, (laughs) like they can literally just in the act of scrolling, By the time they're done scrolling, they're smarter. They're like a better designer, right? (laughs) Which is, by the way, just an insane, insane educational accomplishment. Uh, Do you have any thoughts or or, uh, like philosophy on um, non-designers? And, you know, they talk about this oftentimes in tech of like, should everyone in tech learn how to code? And I think that turned out like not to be necessary. Do do you have thoughts on non-designers who are like next to or may find themselves eventually working with product designers and whether they should have a first aid kit?
2: um in terms of if they want if they are really interested to go into design or just in general
1: not even pursuing it necessarily as like they want their next job to be a designer but like imagine say like an engineer a -hmm. front-end engineer or a product manager like how far into the discipline or the foundations of design do you think those people should go
2: Mm -hmm. everything is linked with design everything like literally if you see like engineering like if you see the, the, the branding in the the pipelines that go inside the, inside the ground, like the foundations and everything, everything's linked with design. So everyone has to like communicate with designers in a way that both come to like a, 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 a common end, mm-hmm. a common point. So it's all about communication. I'd say mm-hmm. the designer talks about why this is necessary. And w- it, what is going to be the, the best way to um, brand your product, for example, um, mm. the best way to show your service if if the if the client is a product, um, if the client is actually a project project manager and not actually into design, yeah, it's all about communication, I'd say.
0: So for you, it's about, and as designers, we learn this, how to communicate, how to also give feedback, also how to take feedback. So for you, what you're saying is, is like for that engineer, for that PM, if you're not, a, if you're not interested in doing it for life as a living, being a designer, at the very least, you're saying learning how to communicate like a designer mm-hmm. is, is, is important.
2: Definitely. Yeah. Yeah learning um to communicate as a designer you need to like step into their shoes instead of just staying on your point to like make them understand what the importance of this would be why make the logo smaller
0: yeah <laughs> yeah oh yeah conversation always why to make the cta not yeah anyway <laughs> just like classic classic like client designer tropes where yeah. it's just like okay well Every designer's been here in this conversation before. Make it pop. Yeah, Ma- oh, make it pop. <laughs> yeah, like make so- it sizzle. Yeah, make it sizzle. Yeah. So how? How like? Uh, how do you? How do you stay on top of trends um, while also maintaining your own unique style and perspective?
2: Um, I. That's a very good question as well. Um, trends come and go. I'd say it's not. It's nothing permanent. Uh, but whatever. Um, comes you just use it as a as, as something um that would help you become a better designer instead of just going with it b- blindly for example mm. artificial intelligence mid-journey, everything like that why i have been posting it on my instagram is because it's a good it's a good way to gather an inspiration and like create mood boards and for the aesthetic part at least not for yeah. something that you uh, want to just copy and paste Because they don't have, they if you like uh, um, apply a prompt, it won't show text. It would just show some random um, shapes of words. So doing it blindly like that won't help. But instead, using it to your advantage as a mood as mood board gathering, gathering it for inspirations and everything, it's a great way to um, grow as a designer. Trends, yep.
0: So, uh, so you're you're saying because this is just such a hot topic right now. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, uh, I come from, I, you know, I come from a school where I made friends with a lot of, you know, classic artists, a lot of illustrators. Mm-hmm. And a hot a hot topic between um, my friend Carlos and Xander and I, um, that are more traditional artists than, than they might consider themselves to be designers, is AI is a tool to some and it is also the final chapter to others you know and i do Mm -hmm. wonder there's so many questions around like ethics there's so many questions around like the the scalability of like today's illustrators today's Mm -hmm. artists and how they fit into the modern picture like what what is it what is it about uh the role of product design evolving in the next few years and like what impact do you think that's going to have on your design workflow
2: ai yeah mm-hmm. i think it's it's something that it's it's so wide that even i don't know even i don't know uh, what's going to happen in the next couple of years because i did not know that ai was gonna come uh, like what like even just a couple of years back like 2021 I did not yeah. know that mid journey would like become everything to like generate prompt, like generate illustrations as well. So we don't know what's gonna happen in the couple of in the next couple of years, but we need to be aware and like we need to be an opportunist. Like every time someone throws something at you, you just need to like use it to your advantage. I that's that's the only way to survive. Like the Pope in the drippy puffer. <laughs>
0: Which apparently, up until recently, I found out that that photo was created by MidJourney.
1: Oh, yeah, 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 right. And it it
0: was the first case of AI misinformation. And I I thought it was real.
1: I've also seen the the photos of, this is incredible. Have you guys seen the MidJourney photos of uh, Trump getting arrested?
0: No, yeah, yeah that yeah. he's like
1: getting tackled <laughs> to the ground and he's like like on like in his suit and there i mean it's really funny honestly <laughs> more sure. than anything else yeah. but yeah i mean like is, it, is this is like such an interesting thing that you're talking about of how like um there's like certain essential things um all of which it sounds like in your philosophy boil down to design as a as an L, like a, a form of communication mm-hmm. um right and then there's like sort of incidental things or things about the moment right um, like, one of the examples that came to mind for me, like, from, like, last inning, right, was, like, how important skeuomorphic design was when, when like, the iPhone first came out. Because mm-hmm. people were, like you said, not used to being able to put their finger on a glass mm-hmm. and it does anything you want. And so buttons had to have, like, weird, like, you know, pop-out effects and, you know, wood grain to let you know, like, oh, this is, like, stable or static. That first,
0: that first notes app. Yeah, it had oh, yeah. that tear at the top. I'm oh sure yeah, you remember looking at your <laughs> your parents' rule. iPhone?
1: The, yeah, the texture. They had the the ruled lines as well, right? That and, like,
0: and you know what is like, and I'd love to get your perspective on this. Is like, I don't think it would have been possible to make the jump from. We went from skeuomorphism, then we went to flat. Then we went to uh, diffused, Mm -hmm. like layers, right? And like with the introduction of like material design. And now I feel like we're in kind of this rich animation, rich texture Mm -hmm. type of era. I think that that's the era we're kind of going into. Where do you see those trends kind of coming through?
2: Mm. Like there's so many trends that that just came in like, like where we are right now, there's like hundreds and hundreds and thousands of trends that come and go. Um, Like when one company does something big, others follow. Yeah. yeah. That's the big jump. If Apple does something amazing and something different out of the box in iOS 17, Samsung will follow. <laughs> like right. fixing their notification center. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so Everything, what is it... Yeah. No, go on, go on. Yeah,
2: no, no, like it's it's just that when some some company does something big, everyone will follow and that, that would be something as a trend.
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean, one example that just comes to mind right now, in customer conversations we've had, the number of times it's been like, give me a website like the Linear app.
0: Oh, yeah, or the Stripe app.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Stripe and Linear are sort of the two golden standards right mm-hmm. now for what your marketing site's supposed yeah, to look
0: yeah, like. Yeah, Experience that's that personally oh, as well. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. (laughs) What's crazy is I'm thinking back to that, that Stripe website and I think it was this kid named Ludwig. He was like pretty young. Um, and he was, I, if not the first, one of the first designers, um, and he, that has lasting power. Yeah. Like that has serious lasting power, but that design element, uh, of the live blur, um, that actually came from GTA. That was the first example that I saw. That actually came from Grand Theft Auto mm. uh, in those cutscenes. scenes.
2: Okay. Um,
0: but um, anyway, it, it, interesting cross pollination there. But you can so, get I, design wanna,
2: inspiration from anywhere, literally anywhere. For real? Yes. Yeah. yeah.
0: Where Where do you get design inspiration from? Where do you find, yeah. Where do you find yourself going these days? Insta, TikTok,
2: online blogs. Uh, detach yourself, I'd say. De- detach yourself from what you want to do. If If you're, oh, I thought what, that was a blog.
0: Yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. If you're doing design and you want to think about ideas related to design, detach yourself from design and you'll you'll get more ideas than actually like scrolling through Dribbble or Behance or Pinterest. Mm.
1: So you're saying just like basically live life, but live life attentively and you'll just notice things.
2: That's right. Totally. Mm. Mm. I
0: love that. You know, uh, a great example of that is like um, – when DARPA, this, uh, some of our viewers may know it, but for those that don't, DARPA is like um, the government's skunkworks lab, like their R&D lab. And DARPA uh, gets a lot of inspiration from nature. Specifically, one 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 example comes to mind where um, they wanted to make a spy fish mm-hmm. to kind of go through maybe Russian waters. Or right, something. right. And uh, they were just relying on mechanical mechanical things that had been proven out over the years. And then um, a team was like, you know what, what are we doing guessing? Why don't we just like open up a few thousand fishes and see how they work? And mm-hmm. they came up with a whole new way to move through the water. So I-, I think like had someone on that team not been, you know, a fish expert or yeah. had a passion for fish, I don't know if DARPA would have ever have gotten that spy fish. And we'll never really know what happened to that spy fish. And that's probably for the best.
2: <laughs> so it's always where, unexpected. Where,
0: yeah, it is totally unexpected. Where is the last time that you uh, got inspiration? I was just about to yeah, ask that. Where, where's the last time that you got inspiration from something where you're like, like a, like a GTA moment for for a live look? Mm-hmm. Where was
2: that moment? Mm. It's probably a, a building that I saw. It was it was very very clean. Um, mm. which building do you I, happen to remember? Like, I, I connected that with, um, a card design. It was, um, a soft, very soft shadow to it. It looked like clay design, but it was oh. something, yeah, that was the latest, uh, thought that I noted mm. down. So it's always from somewhere else, except from design. Yeah.
1: Even well, in it's the gym, it's also, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Even yeah, in even, the gym.
2: Yeah. Even in the gym um i prefer like to have it like without music sometimes so like working out just without music mm-hmm. is just is close to meditation is you you yeah. think you your your brain starts working as you like lift and like as you run every step you you feel your body working and engaging your brain also starts working you you get ideas in the gym everywhere are you are you an avid lifter um sorry are you an avid lifter,
0: like do you go to the gym often? uh I do yes, yeah, and is that one of the I'd love to hear like how is it that you manage your mindset because you know when you've amassed the following a quarter million people right, or five thousand short, let's be accurate right If when you amass a quarter million people following you, like there is a certain pressure I would imagine. How do you manage that mindset between college? being a design influencer, being a kid, basically, right? And college, what did I say? College.
1: You said college, the
0: first one. Yeah. So it's a college sandwich. Clients. 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 There you go. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. How do you manage
2: that? I try as much as I can. I try to balance it out, prioritize everything. Um, at at this point, I'm just almost done with college. Um, so that I can put more focus on, XT design and like sharing my sharing knowledge to other designers also planning to shoot some youtube videos as well so i try as much as i can um um for the number it, it does sound very large like 245000 people um but it's like everyone is is like everyone follows you for a reason like they want to learn so my my mm. only like my job is to like um push out content as much as i can valuable content and teach that's all
0: and you know when you're when you're teaching is it derived from what you're interested in or maybe dms that you get asking for help
2: or is it's a mixture of both or something? It, yeah it's an different? intersection of both of them yeah so like whatever i'm interested in people want to know how i did that particular thing and then that comes out as a, as something that I teach to people like, or, or share, I'd say the word share rather than teaching. Mm-hmm. Cause if I feel more like connected with a person, instead of like having a superiority of like teaching, yeah. I just want to like share, like I'm a human, you're human. We're friends. Let's, let's, let's share knowledge.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's such a full circle moment because it sounds almost like you're, you're replicating the education philosophy that you grew up under. Right. That, uh, you know, yeah. that it's like, you're not trying to push information into a person. You're just trying to tell them like the example I come across, I, I was thinking of while you were saying that is uh, um, the pixelated Mario post that you made, right? Of how to do like a pixelated blur. And it was, it, it made it so easy that I was like, you know, even though I'm not like a Figma ninja, uh, it would be very simple for me to just go in, take a photo or take an image and then just make squares. And then you know blur the squares blur. or do a transparency overlay mm-hmm. and boom i get the result i want yeah so it's like sharing rather than really pushing it right mm-hmm.
0: exactly totally yeah what, one thing that i've been you know kind of i've been having like a, a like a quasi existential crisis about is how to keep up with all the tools like literally the, oh, the yeah. landslide of tools that have just really cropped up in the past couple years. Yeah. Right? Design tools, marketing tools, AI tools, like
1: no code tools. No
0: code tools. Like how how do you know what to put your time into?
2: Right. So for me it's ninety percent Figma. Um, like all the time I use Figma, but the other, other times, like there are tools like Notion that I'm, I've started learning, um, just this past week. So tools like Notion are like easy to like manage and stuff. But if it's going to be like, if you want to generalize in every aspect of design, like Photoshop, Illustrator, um, Lightroom, Figma, XD and everything, it it gets really difficult. But if you want to specialize in just one thing, become a T design designer designer so if you like go deep down in just one one particular thing it depends on the goals that you have again Hmm.
0: and what are some of those goals that dictate what you put focus into
2: um could you, could you question uh, could you say that question another way yeah
0: yeah it's like where what like how do you ha- like what do you have a set of principles or a set of beliefs maybe that show you like Okay, I've experimented with this tool. It's not for me. Or like, I've experimented with this tool. I want to actually increase that ten percent to twenty yeah, percent.
2: You know, that's exactly yeah. As as you like, you you learn when you do. You you don't like. Uh, if you don't try, you won't even know that this is not for me. So just try. Go ahead and like experiment, and then you would know. Like you would get attracted by this one thing. That you really like, and then you would just go deep down, it's like um the roots of like a a plant like when you just um when you go from the top, you know that there's um ways to like um find your exact goal
1: yeah, yeah, totally yeah so i I want to talk a little bit about your clothing line. I want to talk about xt for a second because you know um a lot of what you have become known for online has been your guidance on digital design um, and product design Uh, yet XT is a return to the physical form right Mm -hmm. Um, by way of fashion so can can you tell us a little bit about like what's the story behind the brand Um, when did you get the idea to go into fashion and how the stuff that you're doing with XT sort of meshes or gels with your general philosophy around design
2: Um, currently, uh, this is just a passion project. Uh, it's not something that's too much serious. I'm not investing so much of time and effort into it, but it is something that, um, I I really like it's, um, this is just a passion project for me. It's, it's whoever's interested in it. Definitely just, um, you can go ahead and buy it, but this is more (laughs) like, um, whatever I feel. And like whatever I uh, wanted to put put in the in, in in on my T-shirt, less is more. I feel like minimalism is very, um, has been like a, a very major part of my design uh, language and everything. So less is more is is something that I was passionate about. So that's it. It's just yeah. a passion project.
1: Okay. So then, I, whenever I run into somebody who has a passion project, my favorite thing to ask them about. Are implementation details and we don't have to get into the entire thing but i am super curious to hear if if this was uh is this like your first foray into fashion or into physical goods design
2: Mm, first time yeah
1: okay amazing so what is something that was like a detail that you were surprised by how important it was that before you had started xt you had just never really noticed or thought about it before Uh, one detail yeah, like a like a little detail. Like for example, just as a, as an example to this, is like, um, do you remember the Pebble watch?
2: Um. Yes, I do. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So uh, uh, one of our group partners at YC actually was the founder of Pebble, Eric uh, Mijakowski, and um, I remember reading in an essay that he found out by having to assemble the watches himself how important it was to get the right quality screws. And it's like, who would think about screws, right? Like, until you have to literally assemble smartwatches, right? So, like, is there an example of something like that? That, like, in putting together the XT brand or or getting these shipments out, that making these shirts that you've been like, whoa, I did not realize how important that was to the the final outcome of the product.
2: It's more like the way you market the the, the product. Hmm. Uh, I'm lacking in that. Uh, I really need to focus on how to market stuff. But it's more like... Um you put value on the on the other person instead of putting value on yourself.
0: I love that so you're basically saying just listen to listen to the be be a keen observer like be a mm-hmm. good designer and listen and they will re- they will reveal the details themselves that you need to focus totally. on. totally mm-hmm. Or Am I reading too much into that? Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it, you know what, like, I, not not to like kind of you know backtrack a bit, but there was one question that I forgot to ask that I want to, which was, we have skew morphism back in two thousand eight. Then we kind of evolved to flat design. Flat design kind of became more mature with a higher like refresh rate on the on the the screen with like live blurs and this idea of planes. Mm -hmm. Uh, Microsoft tried to have like their toe dipped in it. Material design kind of like defined it for everyone Mm -hmm. about this idea of planes. And now I'm kind of seeing this like intersection between rich animation and uh, like a lot of diffused elements. What, what happens when, what happens when we run out of, visual things or, or i guess the question i'm trying to ask is like is it hardware that drives like uh is it hardware that's driving the next trends or is it just the trends haven't been thought about yet regardless of the hardware
2: mm. that's right as well because uh, 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 like hardware has also been like increasing in uh, in terms of quality and like the resolution of Devices and everything. So that is the factor that would affect the brand uh, identity and the brand language as well. But it, it, all, it all comes back to your brand, what it speaks. There's nothing out there except what, what your brand wants to represent. So irrespective of any trends, it's about your brand and what you want to deliver, what kind of brand language and what design system you want to incorporate in your brand is is what matters the most.
0: Interesting. So you're saying like it it it's just unknown. It's really it's really unknown in the future what's gonna drive what, the technology or like the hardware, or is it actually like the interface itself that yeah, like plays into one another? It's it's more so a matter of like the the brand whatever the brand is trying to push. In in the case of like Apple, let's say, Apple wanted to push simplicity and and the whole idea of gesture control. Mm-hmm. So they needed skeuomorphism to like bring you from, you know, this physical note to, you know, a torn off page mm-hmm. inside of, uh, or like your last turn off page from like your notes app inside the, the application right, right, right. all the way to maybe material design, which was just focused on establishing a name in design for Google because no one, no one took Google seriously between, uh, like before. Uh, I think it was Mateus Duarte. You know, and I think I still think he's there. He's the director of uh, of, of design there. But mm-hmm. he, his brand requirement was to put Google on the map for design. Right. And I think that's a really interesting perspective that you bring up. Uh, that it's not like the innovation is driven from the business requirements. Mm-hmm.
2: Totally. Is that
0: is that kind of what you're saying?
2: Yeah. 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 It comes from the roots of your brand and what your thought process is while creating that brand also like there are rumors that apple v r is gonna come so whenever a new device or a new new hardware comes out, brands need to adapt around ar- around that particular um trend you'd say i'd say like people people want to use that, but the brand does not have um a platform on that, so they have to adapt in a way that um, would revolve around that particular hardware that's released. Right. Yeah.
0: How How are you finding? I know we're we're kind of coming up on time here. How would oh, you pardon. find? How are you finding yourself thinking about the future? Like, are there any special projects that you're thinking about, or like, what's it? What's in store ten years from now?
2: Mm, that's unknown as well. <laughs> That's uh that's a, that's nothing. I, I don't know about it. I, I say, um, personally just going with whatever's, um, working in the world. I'm nothing, not, not too sure about the, the, the way that design's going to evolve as well. It's about, oh, take...
0: I, I, I meant for yourself. How, how sorry? like, how do you see yourself oh, okay. evolving over the next 10 years? I or okay. have you given it thought or are you kind of just like going with it?
2: Uh, for me, um, I really want to continue teaching design, um, sharing what I know, um, making the world a more beautiful beautiful and um, accessible place than it is right now. That's that's the principles you, behind what I want to go you, for. Where, yeah.
0: where, where are you finding, just like in that point specifically, I want to dive into it. Like, where are you finding the areas where you could have the most impact?
2: mm Helping designers, helping current designers to polish this, their skills in a in a more refined way, um, getting out of the the matrix, I'd say the the nine to the mm-hmm. nine to five, the, the societal norms, um, what what people have defined design as, and instead creating a, creating a, a definition of design yourself, learning yourself, self learning, that's the future, self learning. And uh, personal personal branding, everything like everything around that is the future.
0: Yeah, I've heard I've heard uh, something similar like from other influencers that like it is really about the personal brand moving forward. And do you think that there's a world that exists where there are a collective like a collective like there's a collective of brands? that like makes an entity or is it really just about like everyone in the future being so individualistic and learning from one another at what point does at what point does everyone kind of all begin to look the same like in the design discipline specifically i do wonder like flat design kind of took the world by storm Mm -hmm. right like and before that skill i like we've said this so many times like in this (laughs) in this podcast but like you know the the idea of like what happens when everyone is a minimalist right like what comes next like how do you actually offer impact after you've reduced everything down to zero or is it just like an unknown unknown have you given any thought
2: to that Mm, it's about uniqueness like some other person would come and would lead any time any any like it that's unexpected um and it's not about like i wouldn't put it as um someone getting better at uh, like better than someone um or everyone looking the same it's about what the impact looks like uh at that point of of how helpful it is for the society the people that's what i would that's how i would put it as instead of like um having people to um compete instead of, instead of competing i'd mm. say collaborating getting all together that's how i feel like um it, um, it has to go <laughs> it, it could go do you
0: Do, do yeah, I, I love that like do you are are you day to day are you collaborating with anyone because i know you take on a few clients yes. um so are you collaborating with any other designers or like how do you get your fix from you know, working with other designers, learning from other designers—is it through Insta? Is it in person? Is it through your your colleagues, the internet? What is it?
2: Um, it's majority from Instagram. I find a lot of creators um, that that have an amazing amount of potential in their field, in their um, particular fields, and I find a way to create content around um, what they're good at and what I'm good at, and how to combine those those two things there are going to be like a couple of collabs that are going to come out soon, uh, with me and as well as like a couple of talented designers. So keep an eye out there. Super exciting. <laughs> okay.
0: Are we getting the first, are we getting the first drop here of like, you know, what's to come?
2: Yeah. Um, uh, Jeremy Mura, uh, uh, a logo a brand identity designer. Um, uh, I'm going to be sharing that in, in, cool. in, in, next week. So Very it's going to be cool. like, um, He's very talented at logo design and illustration, oh, yeah. everything, like logo design in particular. So how to incorporate the logo design process into a product, the, the packaging of Whoa. it, and then uh, how I could use that as um, animating it according to the imaginary, imaginary brand that we create. Just collaborating as a, as a casual way of how logo and UI can be blended together.
0: Oh, I love that. Yeah, because it's not really something that when you think of when you think of a brand or a logo, it's kind of something that's immovable, right? Like there's very strict requirements around what you can do with it, how you can play with it, can't skew it, don't change the colors, (laughs) don't don't put it on a busy visually, like a visually busy background, things like that. And so I'm very, very excited to see that. You know, you mentioned some up and coming designers and some, some designers that you admire can you name like maybe one or two designers that are up and coming that you've really admired that you, you check out their pages all the time. And you're like, shit, that's awesome.
2: Um, there's a amazing designer from India. Uh, he's called Anik Jain. Uh, he lives in Mumbai. He's a, um, Brad identity, graphic designer. He's, mm-hmm. he's very young as well. Like same age as I, um, like 20. Um, another amazing designer. Mm. Let me think about it. Mm. Wait, I'm not too sure. <laughs> That's okay. Okay.
0: That's okay. And what what's one designer that you're like, wow, I, I really look up to them.
2: Mm-hmm. Chris Doe. Chris Doe is an amazing teacher, designer, educator, influencer. Love the content that he puts out everything about the future. Um uh, Christo is is just um I have been learning from him since 2019 all the way back Wow. 20, 2018 yeah.
0: And what was it what was it about him that kind of like drew you to him in the first place?
2: Mm, he speaks he speaks facts all the time. Um everything about the design world that's going on. Um how to deal with clients, he gives amazing advice. Especially his channel The Future gives um like insanely in an insane amount of knowledge through yeah he does not free knowledge like (laughs) sorry yeah he he does not gatekeep
0: i mean he throws up everything yeah we were watching some of his videos oh yeah Yeah. okay Yeah. yeah Well, look, man, I, I, we, we are sincerely grateful for, uh, you sharing your time, your insights, uh, love talking about like the push for AI, like design trends, all that fun stuff. Um, so anyone that's watching at home, uh, looking to hone in on their skills or thinking about breaking into the space, if you, uh, if you have any questions, leave the comments down below. Um, you can follow, uh, do you want to just kind of give a, a quick wrap up of your handles?
2: Um, uh, you can follow me on Instagram at XT design. That's where I'm active at majority of the time. And also I'll, uh, I'll be sharing a couple of YouTube channels. I'll share, I'll, I'll be updating that on my Instagram itself.
1: Great. Great. Awesome. Yeah. And for anyone listening, that's, uh, XT design. That's E X T E E design. Yeah. So it's, it's X like, uh, ex, and then T like a t-shirt T E E design.
2: Of course. Thanks. Thanks so much. All right. Thanks so much. Thank decision. you so much. All right. Take it amazing, easy. Amazing. Take care. Great stuff. Bye.